Hi there, my name is Vini, I am a materials engineer, and in this episode we will take a look at metal deformation. Well, we already discussed the metal phases, metal structures, microstructures, something about metal stuff such as knives and hammers, and some points about their production. I mentioned the forging process that the forgers use to transform a piece of metal into a knife, for example. And I said something about the deformation process. In the industry, the deformation process is used to conform the metal in different geometries. For example, after producing an ingot, it goes through the cold or hot rolling process to produce the sheet metal. It's interesting because there's a sequence of rolls that decrease the thickness and controlling the applied pressure and the temperature of the sheet, it's possible to increase or decrease the density of dislocations. Hey, sorry for interrupting, but don't forget to like this episode, the podcast on your favorite platform, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I'd love if you could share it with your friends and family. Besides, if you have any question or are wondering about a subject, send me an email that is in the description of the podcast. Let's consider the metal layer that we discussed in the last two episodes. But now, each sheet of paper is one layer, okay? If we take just two layers, or two sheets, and try to move them apart in opposite directions, we'll need to move all the atoms within both layers at once. This means that it'll need a lot of energy, and obviously it won't be that easy. So, what would be the easy way to deform a metal? In the material, the deformation process is basically the movement of dislocations, which is a linear crystalline defect. There are three types of dislocations. The edge dislocation, the screw dislocation, and of course, the third one, which is the mixed dislocation. I mean, one part is the edge, and the other part is the screw dislocation. The edge dislocation is defined as half plane of atoms, and considering our example, this half plane would be a half sheet of paper. So, if you have it in front of you, the line that gets into the half layer is named as dislocation line, which is perpendicular to the plane of the page. The screw dislocation is a little bit different, and because of that, let's try another example. Consider a big magic cube within a hundred little square in each face. If it were possible to shift a half of the cube one little square, but maintaining the other portion as the original, it would appear a step. So the dislocation line is now parallel to atomic distortion associated. But the point is to move them. To move these dislocations is not quite simple, because the crystal structure that each material or phase have is different. Each crystalline structure has a slip system, a combination of directions and planes where these defects can slide as attention is applied. The higher the number of systems, the higher are the possibilities to deform, right? Actually, it is not true. The BCC crystalline structure is the best example. There are 48 slip systems but the energy to move its location in this structure is higher than that of the FCC crystalline structure, which has only 12 slip systems. 
I hope you have enjoyed. Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode.